the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio with an awesome woman. Just, uh, my goodness, um, uh, the circumstances um, under which we met are just, were just mind-blowing for me. But before I explain that all, let me tell you a little bit about Mrs. Shakrish Miles. She has won uh, numerous awards for her dedication to women and children that are escaping domestic violence. This is October. It is a domestic violence Awareness Month, and we're so honored to have Shakrice here with us. She is also the winner of an of the Inspire a Difference Award by Investigation Discovery Channel and Glamour Magazine, and uh, this award was mentioned on the Today Show by Tamron Hall, and she has um, just had a, a variety of awards, uh, HSN Hero Award, the Spirit of Detroit Award, um, and just really being honored for the work that she's doing with survivors of domestic violence and their children in her program, which is called Transition 123. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about her her beginnings before that as a beautician, as a volunteer, um, and, and as a woman who she herself has experienced domestic violence and how that has led to this wonderful um, expression of love to those that she serves. And then, of course, all of the awards. We're so honored to have you on the show today, Shakris, welcome. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Yes. And so um, Transition 123 provides women 17 years and older who are homeless a place to start, right, and transform their heart, mind, and soul. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Transition 123. And Transition 123, we've been around since like 2006 providing transitional housing for women uh, that are homeless and of domestic violence. And um, we started that with a um, single home, and we give them um, resources and life skill training and spiritual guidance all at one time, you know, from their stay there. Um, 
since 2003, um, our mission is to be a um, move the women to a plateau of success in every day of their lives. We be a catalyst for dis- disenfranchised women, and we um, start them an overall transformation in their heart, mind, and soul. So we have been around um, with scattered homes since then, and as a survivor, that's how I started. Awesome. And this is in the, in Detroit. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Wow. Woohoo. Yes, I love it. So um, I have a, a couple of uh, very dear friends that live there in Detroit and, um, you know, their heart breaks at all of the exploitation that they see and the, you know, the poverty that is, is so prevalent. And um, and just the fact that you're coming in the middle of that and making a way out of no way is so encouraging. Um, I know that um, my my good friend Brycey would be just so blessed to meet you. And one day we'll get you two together. That'd be great. That'd <laughs> yeah. be great. So tell us a little bit about, you know, so before doing Transition 123, you were a beautician. You had your own life. Uh, what led up to you creating this program? Um, what happened was I was a single parent and I was in, um, I was with my children's father and we started off, I mean, we still up to this day, we have a wonderful relationship, but we were young and as we started, I was a hairdresser and violence started occurring a couple of times. It was maybe a couple of times, but about the time the second time came, I said, enough is enough. And I said, I love me more. So after the second um, incident, I was considering going to a shelter. And at the time, we only knew, like, one shelter in the city of Detroit that everybody just kind of knew of. You know, back then it wasn't really a Google and do a big search to try to find somewhere to go. So in that um, aspect, I decided um, I didn't want to take my kids to a shelter because, you know, shelters is always deemed as, you know, low, you know, not the place. And I own my own home. So I said I had to make up in my mind what I wanted to do. And I decided that I wasn't going to leave my home with my children so they'll be uncomfortable in their own home. And I just told him I love me, you know, more than you. So you need to leave, you know, and it just so happened we and that I didn't know anything about safety planning or anything of that nature. So just so happenly he, you know, chose to leave. And uh, from that day forward, I um, ended up um, getting married and I realized I started um, curling hair with women that were trans um, transitioning from drug abuse uh, mm-hmm. with the, one of the judges downtown Detroit. Yeah. And she, Judge Lloyd, she had a twin sister, and they used to um, help the community a lot. So I went in and said, I wanted to give back and do hair for women that were success, um, successful from the treatment program. So I started that, and then God, you know, said, you know, you need to help women because women will be, um, it it will be a famine and women will be homeless and domestic violence. So I was like, what? What does that mean? You know, and so I went searching, trying to say, how was I going to put this nonprofit together or help these women? And people say, oh, they don't pay for domestic violence. They don't give money for things of that nature. You just need to do homeless. And I'm like, no, I want to help survivors of um, domestic violence because you know, they don't have a place to go when they, you know, leave their situation. So uh, my goal was if I could have one leg, I'll hop to carry one. So that's where I started. 
So wow. that's where transition one, two, three came into play. And it's just like one, just one step in front of the other. One, two, three. Is that what that is? Well, no, I um, sat down with my husband. He said, well, what did God say? And I was like, well, he said I will help these women. They will go through these three phases. Okay, and, three um, phases. Okay. Yes, it's the three-phase program, and then our logo, it has a rope around it. He said, when one is set free, she is free indeed. So that was broken rope being released from bondage. And mm. kind of came, I was on the computer trying to get this logo together, and a rope came up. So that's when he told me about this rope. And he said, the arrow that's in the logo going down is your life in opposition to um, Christ. And your, the one, two, three is you moving in his wheel going up. Wow. So that's the whole logo. So that's how transition one, two, three became transition one, two, three. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. I'm just I'm looking at your website right now. And uh, if y'all want to join me, it's uh, transition one, two, three, Inc. Dot org. And um, yeah, I see it. Wow. That's a beautiful visual. Yeah. Yeah. The arrows in the background Mm -hmm. was a guy that I took it to a text um, to get some graphics done. And, you know, when I was telling my husband, he was like, so what did God tell you? So we were, you know, talking about it. And then the arrows in that background when a guy was, you know, asking me about the logo and designing it, he was saying, so that means their life is always in motion. And I was like, yes. And that's how those arrows got in the back. Because he was like, when you're yeah. in transition, you're always in motion. So those are those, you know, arrows going around, movement. So he added that, the graphic guy. So he was really good. He, yeah, I you know, see it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a whoosh. It's like a, whew, it's like a wind that's blowing well, on yes, this logo. Yes. And then as it spins to the, to the left, Left, the rope breaks. That's what I yes. see in the vision. I mean, it, because you're moving, you break the rope from around yes. you. Huh? Ah, I love that. New, you new beginnings. And yeah. that was back long. This was over 15 years ago, at least, I'm sure, because that was like in 2003. Mm. And you know, he was like a new you, and it was, um, it was, if you look good, you feel good, but I was like, no, new you, new beginning, so we've been a new you, a new beginning since. Yeah, and that's interesting that you made that transformation. I think, I find that there is such a deep, uh, so many people who were, who are deeply uh, working in this space uh, come from a background of, uh, you know, in the beauty industry, I've noticed, and, um, you know, uh, or have an interest in the beauty industry or in the art. And I think that, you know, it's interesting how uh, we come in thinking about art and, and beauty in one way, and we go out thinking about it in an entirely different way uh it just the depth of the word beauty um is 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 so powerful so we're going to take a break um i want to come back and talk to you a little bit more about um times when you have you know people that you've encountered in your in your your houses obviously keeping their identity confidential but um you know have what kinds of transformations have you seen uh i want the listening audience to know uh the kind of work that you're doing and and the outcomes, the new beginnings that are starting there with Transition 123. So we'll come right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. 
trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. This month, October, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we have with us Mrs. Shakrice Miles, the founder and CEO of Transition 123, a home, um, a transitional home for women escaping homelessness and domestic violence in Detroit, Michigan. And we're so grateful to have you with us, Shakrice, to talk about this issue and the, what things that you're doing to create new beginnings, to partner with your ladies on the new beginnings in their life. Tell us about, um, you know, a story or, uh, uh, you know, a, a transformation that, that comes to mind when you think about the work you've been doing. Um, first, I will start off um, when we first opened the uh, facility. I always speak of Miss E. She was um, a young lady that came in. Um, she had two sons. And when she came in, um, she was uh, referred from a, another agency, a women's um, uplift women's um, organization. And when she came in, uh, we set our scattered homes. We have them, uh, you know, throughout Detroit. And when she came in, it's newly remodeled. Um, and we have it as in someone that will have their own home. So everything is fully furnished. And this particular place had a jacuzzi club, you know, hardwood floors. It was really nice. So when she came in, she just, um, she, her, her ribs were broken. And so she had a raft and everything. And she was like, oh, my God, is this a facility? You know, a shelter. I'm like, yes, this is our facility. And she just dropped her bags and started crying. Mm. And at the time, we didn't offer any um, supportive services um, such as like daycare and transportation. So she stayed there for maybe two weeks. And to get back and forth to work, she needed daycare for her boys. And they were like seven and eight at the time. They're grown now, but they were like seven and eight at the time. And so she said, well, you know, um, you know, Ms. Miles, I, I really appreciate this place. It's, it's awesome, but I need daycare. So meanwhile, she went back to and found one of the, you know, mainstream shelters. And after being there like three days, because they accepted her in, she came back. She said, oh, my God, this is, you know, because most people have never been in a situation like that. So for her to go and experience, you know, uh, the 
average shelter. She was like, oh, yeah. my God, no, yeah. I'm going to work it out for my son. And I actually ran into her at a restaurant, and she was, like, hugging me, like, thank you so much. I just, you know, bless you. And she was of another, you know, ethnic religion, but we don't we don't discriminate. Um, we're non-discriminative. So we, you know, welcome, wel- welcomed her in with all arms. So she's doing well. So, um that's that awesome. was one of my stories that I keep in mind. And then I had another one of a young lady with um, three children. And she said, I am so honored to be in this place. She said, I've been to two or three shelters and nothing is like the support and the inspiration that you give and support system that you have for us. And so one day she will be giving her testimony on our website. I told her she wants to leave, you know, you know, a comment for the website. So I told her I'll make sure she'll, you know, be, you know, videoed or what have you. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It, it's, fu- it's interesting so how you, um, you know, that there's been some times when people have left for a variety of reasons and, and when they go and see, go somewhere else that, um, I won't say the people don't care because I think anybody who's doing this work has to care, but there's something about, um, when you're doing the work as a volunteer, you know, as someone who's, it's just a complete lover offering. There's nothing about what you're doing. Um, I'm talking about you now, Shakrice and Vanessa. There's nothing about what we're doing that is, um, you know, to put money in our pocket. You know, that's not the driving factor. And it's just the way that you keep your home and the way that you love on the people because, you know, you've been told, you've been, like you said, the, the Lord gave you a vision. And you're you're fulfilling the vision and doing it um, with love and care that he only he uh, that would be the minimum requirement for doing something for him, you know. So it's uh, it's so good to keep me inspired. You know right. what I'm saying? That you know the 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 outcomes is what keep me motivated to hear her say that 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 was enough to you know because she's one of our latest uh, movies and she has three kids and usually. You know, we don't have the capacity to take families that that's considered large for our transitional housing program. But one of the children was so small, like uh, under one. I was like, well, you know, she seemed so inspired and motivated and wanted to get out the situation. So I was like, you know, okay, I'm going to compromise, you know, and just to hear her say what she said to me the other week. It just, you know, gave me a little more energy just to keep pressing forward. Just to keep going. Yes, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Those, the actual outcomes for the ladies, them knowing their love, them knowing that they're important, them have experiencing victory on each stage is just like, woo. It's just, you know, do, do cheer, get, give me some pom-poms. I'm ready to go, you know? Um, So tell us about the three phases. What happens in phase one? How long is it? What do they do there? Two, three, how does that work? Well, each phase we, we categorize it as in um, phase one is for like just self-esteem. So phase one, we really take them through a self thing. We, you know, deal with them, um, give them assessments, evaluations, you know, talk to them about their inner person, you know, what what's lacking, what, you know, 
history, um, peeling back all the, you know, trauma and, you know, abuse from childhood, you know, we really get into that person, you know, we give them makeovers, we um, um, do their hair, get their hair done, you know, give them that um, therapeutic massages or whatever they need as in the mindset, you know, we kind of work on that first before we move to, you know, the second and third thing because we try to get them to feel self-confidence and build up their self-worth in the first phase. So that's mm-hmm. what the first phase is mainly about is just the them as an individual so they can be able to tolerate their children and parenting and things of that nature. So we kind of like do more of a self-check in okay. the first phase. Okay. Wow. And okay. Then, and how long is that? Um, it depends. You know, we don't have a cookie-cutter program. Uh, we're not like the typical um, shelters. So I definitely say we're a transitional program because it depends on the individual, how they move. You know, if they've been uh, traumatized in an uh, abusive situation, we give them a week or two just to be quiet, just to sit back, journal, just to see where I am right now, what I want to do, you know, is this the program I want to, you know, stick with, you know, you know, is, are there enough resources here for me? You know, yes. it's not, I always call us the Jerry or the K jeweler of the, you know, of the world. Because <laughs> everything is not for everybody, you right. know, so um, you have to decide just because nobody's running in and out. We don't have it like just study moving, taking people in and out. We're very selective and, you know, caring. So we don't worry about how many numbers we accomplish as in outcomes to, you know, build them. So that person could be going through that phase. You know, we'll move them along, but it might take that person to one person two months as in another person might not need so much of that, that right. they might move through in a month. Right. So I don't put them out after three months or anything like that. They can stay up to a year, you know, to get themselves together, depending on how they come in. Awesome. Well, and so that's phase one. They could be up to a year in phase one. And then well, not so much a year in phase one. Okay. I'm saying, um, more like a month or two, you know, we kind of like strategically move them through based on where they are. So we still push them because some things is new, you know, new yeah. things, starting something new. They never had to, you know, fight or, you know, study or read or, you know, go get a job. Some people never even had a job. You yeah. know, some of these women come never had a job. Yeah. So they don't know what it is to get a babysitter and stuff like that because they were the caregivers, you know? Yeah. So, so, so we're going to take a break and, and we're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about phase two and three and what, you know, how, do, how do you help them get jobs? What, what, what kind of uh, development do you do with them? And I also want to touch on the Faye Burton transitional facility that's on your website and see if you're still working on that and how that's progressing, how the listening audience may be able to help you as you build uh, even more capacity for women, uh, homeless women and women escaping domestic violence. So we'll be right back and thank you for listening to love never fails radio to join in the fight for love visit love never fails us.com don't go away 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today again with Mrs. Shakrice Miles, who is the founder and uh, CEO of Transition One Two Three, a found a transitional home uh, or ser- a bunch of homes for women and children uh, that are escaping domestic violence or homelessness in Detroit. And we were just talking about the phases of the program, um, specifically talking about Phase One. And I, I wrote down, uh, just thought it was so interesting how uh, Shakrice you said that uh, this is the interpersonal reconnecting with your inner person in your phase one and and our phase one is 30 days and um, it's called stabilization and it's all about coming back to yourself so I just it's just amazing how God has kind of given that insight of that you know when you're out there and you're being abused um, you've lost yourself you no longer know who you are, what you like, you know, you, you, you no longer even feel that you have any basic value a lot of time. And you need to be reminded of that by being able to take a bath without feeling like you're going to be beaten any moment or, uh, or just being able to take a bath. If you're a homeless woman who hasn't been beaten, but you had nowhere to lay your head at night, um, that is so stressful. And so finally, 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 they get to rest. So just a beautiful thing. So um, speaking about your workforce development um, program, what are you doing to help the women? Uh, So in our, in our phase two, that's a huge focus where we really are working on life skills, building life skills, and also meaning how to wash your clothes, how to cook a meal, how to eat nutritiously, you know, going to bed on time, these kinds of things. So you get good rest. Um, so we're, we work on that in addition to the trauma, right? All the counseling. And then we also work on this workforce development piece and or pursuing a, a, a trade or some kind of education. Are you doing kind of the same thing in phase two? Yes, absolutely. Um, I like to go back for women that's, that um, anybody that's listening um, to touch bases on the domestic violence and what domestic violence entails because if you haven't known about it and what it's all about, 
you might not even know that That's you're true. in a domestic situation. So yeah. when we're talking about domestic violence, we're talking about emotionally being abused, um, spiritually being abused, um, uh, verbally abused, uh, financially abused. So when we're talking about the financial part, um, they come in with no jobs, no skills, like you said, and our life skills is pretty much identical to yours, yeah. but I always touch bases because we're talking about um, teaching them how to cook, teaching them how to sew, um, how to um, prepare. So we go through budgeting, okay. um, how to spend your money. You know, if they have a job, we don't um, discriminate and not let them in the program, and we um teach them about, you know, they can come in the office and learn how to barter, you know, to answer the telephone so they can hear other um, calls from, you know, so they can know that some of this stuff is really real, not that their situation not real, but they know other people that's in that circumstance. And so we help them with resume and interviewing skills, you know, how to do an interview, how to dress and prepare for an interview. So we do have a clothes closet um, that we have, and they can go and get clothes and be prepared for an interview. You know, our volunteers come in and help them with resume building and give them, you know, interviewing questions as in they were, you know, interviewing. Um, I try to make them, um, like you said, prepare a meal. I want to see what a meal looks like. You know, well, when they fix a meal, they might say, oh, I, we, I know how to cook a meal. Or I'll say, well, cook a meal and somebody's going to come over and, you know, check it out, see how you put it together for your children. It's not, you know, noodles or things like that to mm -hmm. make sure they have the proper nutrition, make sure their hair is being grown. And they have to make their beds every day, yeah. tuck them tight. It's not like so militant, mm -hmm. but I, you know, I just, Everything repetitiously every day, you know, keeping the facilities clean, you know, which prepares them for janitorial jobs. So, right. Uh, and that's part of our phase three, you know, the actual employment. But the life skills is really the phase two, you know, I career see. ready okay. training. Yeah. That, okay. And then and then they move into phase three where they're actually going into a, a career path. Yes. Awesome. So I don't. We don't try to get them. I mean, all jobs are good, you know, but yeah. I try to move them into a career and not just a job. Right. Because I want them to be able to self be self-sufficient. So I need you to, you know, work at the hospital, get a factory job, you know, somewhere not they just on you on schedule for an hour or two here and there because – I need you to be strategically um, prepared per day, you know, because you already been traumatized. So you need structure, you know, you need to be able to, you know, get your kids to daycare. And a lot of this stuff is new to a lot of them, you know. Yep. So we don't want to overwhelm them. And, you know, you know, like one young lady, when you say experience, I dealt with, because I didn't do intakes for a while. Um, I had an intake person, but, you know, God was like, you need to do some intaking so you can see exactly, you know, at the beginning what they're going through. And after she had lost, she'd been in our program a couple of times, she lost her, her job for the second time. And she said, I felt like a failure. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no, that's just not the right job for you, you know? So they go through, you know, postpartum after having babies and things of that nature. They really are really traumatized. It's, yep. it's, it's a build-up thing. It's, a, it's definitely a build-up in every phase. So. Yep. Yeah, I notice. Uh, you know, it's it's in interesting um, because I think about my own children, and I don't know if you've had this experience, Shakrish, but but like uh, I think about my own children and the safe place that they've had to rest their heads when they've when they've had a misstep. 
when they've experienced, yeah. when they had postpartum after having giving birth. Um, uh, none of my, none of my um, biological children have, have actually given birth to a child yet, but I will say that, uh, you know, I have many um, young ladies that I, I help and support that are like my family that, uh, you know, I've been able to be there for them when they're experiencing some of those bumps, those kind of uh, giving childbirth type of bumps. There are other bumps like just being immature, just being, you know, making, making bad decisions as a young person. And I'm, Certainly, you know, uh, some of our sons have had some of those experiences and and yet they have parents that they can fall back on. Well, a lot of our young people that um, that we serve, they don't have that. And so for me, I always say to them, let us be your family that you can fall back on. You know, that's that's the bottom line. This is not for you to be, you know, condemned and, oh, I'll never make it. And this and that. Everybody's going through that. Every I don't know, not one. 20 year old, not one 19, 18 year old that hasn't had a misstep, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, you're not crazy. You're not a loser. You're not a failure. We're here. We believe in you. I send a motivation, inspiration. I tell my secretary, you know, call so-and-so, tell her you're thinking about her. I make everybody that come in the program, I have them give them a, a journal so they can journal a journey. You know, this is your life journal. You, you, sometimes we have to be prone. Some things have to be cut off and cut away. So look at this as a new journey, you know, not as in a shelter. Take that out your mind. My kids are in the shelter. No, I'm moving forward. I'm preparing my journey. You know what I'm saying? We all have oppositions. We all have those type of things. So when they get ready to get to that phase three, that's when they're like moving forward. You know, I teach them home anatomy. So when they get there, permanent house and self-sufficient, they'll know what a leaky toilet is, you know, for the water bill. You Mm. know, I teach them that how to put some ceramic tile in. Well, let's go paint something. You know, if they're not working, come with me to work today. We rehabbing, you know, we rehab houses all the time. Come and paint, you know. Or I just need you to come and clean up the facility Mm. where we are, you know, to prepare you for jobs, you know. So, Sometimes we just have to build them up to, you know, know that you're worthy, you know, because some of them never had a job before, you right. know. Right. So, so how would they know? Break that intimidation, you know. Exactly. I'm intimidated. What does that look like? You know, he never let me work. He never let me go out, hang with my friends. How do I keep a conversation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how do I have social? Yeah. It's very challenging. It's challenging. Okay, we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about our time together at Investigation Discovery in New York City. When we was out there, actually, Shakrice was the winner who actually presented me with my award, and I was so honored to receive it from her. So we're going to talk a little bit about how that happened and the kind of impact that that has had on our lives. So we'll be right back, and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. 
Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Shakrice Miles, who is the founder of Transition 123, a transitional home for uh, uh, survivors of homelessness and domestic violence and their children, women that are escaping um, domestic violence, either financial, sexual, physical, um, uh, you know, there's a variety of ways that domestic violence can occur, um, emotional. And so we wanted to bring her on the show. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Uh, we wanted to make sure that those that are listening know that we're thinking about you. Uh, Transition 123, Love Never Fails. We're thinking about you. And we're encouraging you to, uh, as Shakri said at the beginning of the uh, of the show, love yourself more than you love uh, the person that's abusing you and get the help that you need. And uh, we'll just share it. We'll share it out also at the end of the show. But um, there is a national hotline that you can contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline. 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Yes. And so if you are um, ensnared in domestic violence, uh, if you're not being allowed to work or have any money on your person so that you can be uh, isolated and kept from moving freely, that's financial abuse. If you are being beaten physically, um, hit, slapped, anything of that nature, um, that is domestic violence. If you're being verbally, uh, names being called, um, being told you're nothing, uh, put down and... um, uh, you know, verbally abuse, that is domestic violence. Um, if you are, uh, if you are being, um, uh, you know, not allowed to visit with friends, not allowed to go anywhere, uh, being threatened um, with, you know, a loss of your family, uh, your loss of your children, all of those are red flags, right? for domestic violence and, and, yeah. and many of it is, is domestic violence. So please call that number 800-799-7233. Uh, and there will be a counselor standing by 24 by seven to support you through whatever you're going through. So, um, we, we touch a little bit on that. And again, you know, um, that your, your contribution or your, uh, diligence in this space has been recognized by investigation, discovery and glamour magazine. And that was in 2016, correct? Yes. Yes. So you were the 2016 winner of that award. And, um, 
I, I, I'm just, you know, you and I talked about this offline, but just for the listening audience, was that just something else when you got word? Um, yes, it was. It was. I mean, somebody um, nominated me, and when they called me, it was late evening, and I thought it was a, a prank. Me so too. I was like, yeah. I didn't, yeah, and I was like, and she was like, this is an investigation discovery, glamour, and you were nominated, you won. I'm like, this is a prank. I mean, because I really don't have time. Yeah. And she said, no, this is, you know, so I started screaming, and I was like, she's like, I said, she could start taking as a yes. I said, yeah. <laughs> and isn't it amazing, right? So uh, same here. So I, I received the 2017 investigation discovery, and I think they changed to People and Time Magazine as their partner uh, in 2017. And when they they called me up, I, um, I I think they called me and then they sent me a letter. I thought this is definitely somebody is punking me, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was absolutely. being punked. So and then, you know, it's like, no, it's real. And we're flying you out to New York in two weeks for a red carpet event. Wow. I'm like, what? This is insane. Was, were you just like blown away? Yeah, but I had some time to marinate on mine, as in you received yours in like two weeks. I had a couple of months, you know, to pre- kind of prepare, yeah. you know, get things organized and things of that nature. So that, yeah, I thought that was really awesome. And, you know, for mine, this is how, like, crazy it was that I literally had no time to plan. So it was like we went into the hotel. We, they booked us in the hotel where they were having the event. And on the day of, I literally was planning to just throw my hair up natural, do my own makeup, like, you know, just not even, I'm like, I'm just going to go, you know? I mean, I know this is red carpet and everything. And um, the the concierge said, you know, uh, we do have on-site um, hair care, you know, salon, makeup. And so I called mm-hmm. thinking there's no way they have an opening. They had an opening for me. Wow. And they wow. did my makeup and my hair the morning of just like on a whim, it was so that was awesome. It, I just, you know, and I, you know, I don't usually doll myself up like that. So that was really a special treat. And just to know, I just really felt like God had literally carried me all the way through that situation because it was very nerve wracking. I mean, standing there with Gabrielle Union and, you know, yes. Padma and um, uh, who else was there? Juliana um, uh, uh, Margulies and... Um, Oh, my my husband's favorite basketball player. Oh, my goodness. His uh, this is horrible that I'm not remembering his name, but he just loves him from uh, the Miami Heat. And so we we just uh, just had a great time this past year, didn't we? Yes, it was awesome, you know, just to meet the owners and Shimmery and everything. And they're, the team is just so dedicated to the cause. That's what I like. And, you know, they, they're dedicated to the cause and to the mission and, you know, to be um, known nationwide on the work that you do was wonderful. You know, you deserved it. You know, it was a wonderful thing. You know, I appreciated it. It made me, like I said, it gave me some inspiration because we have to look at our trophies for what we do. You know, because we're you're being acknowledged for what you do and what you put in, you know, your hard efforts and your heart, you know, you're away from the family and away from your your, your everyday um, personal time, you know, to, you know, do the mission and do the vision and see it through, you know. Yes. It's a lot to carry today, you know. Yep. And, you know, for me, I got to be honest, um, the thing that was most 
uh, exciting was uh, the fact that I, uh, Alonzo Mourning, by the way, is the name of the basketball yes. player. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about you, Alonzo. And I even gave you a shout out during my speech. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I, the thing that was so compelling to me about that is, uh, or so helpful to me is that, you know, just to have that, that ability to bring it back home and maybe get open up more doors for our ladies yeah. and our men that we represent because we had been, you know, with these famous people and, you know, and that's the way humans work, right? They're like, Oh, you were in New York and you know, you got this award. So now we'll sit down and talk to you. And it's really not about the, the not, fancy not, people. Now you're more, yeah. Maybe now you're more important than we thought. <laughs> right. And so, you know, whatever, I'll take whatever I can get to open <laughs> up the door for, for the people that we serve and, yeah. you know, and I just, I welcome, I'm so grateful that I had that opportunity to be with you and to be counted along with women and sisters like you that are doing this, this work in the trenches. So, um, thank you again for that and, uh, being there with me and giving me, uh, the other thing that Shakris was so gracious about. And I also saw Kimia over there who we've had on the show before, uh, Motley and, and the, the two of them kind of gave me some tips. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yes. so what's next for you? Um, I, you know, as we were talking about your transitional or your, uh, your new home, right. Or the, the build out that you're looking to do, yes. is that still underway? Yes, ma'am. Um, considering, um, Vanessa, that one out of, um, like, 20 women and people, not so much women, also men, um, are physically abused, um, like, every minute, literally, in the world, and one out of three women are abused, you know, from their intimate partner um, daily. You know, one out of three is, like... If we count on our fingers, me, you, and maybe another girlfriend have experienced this. Mm-hmm. So um, right now in Detroit, it's only one um, um, domestic violence facility, and they just renovated it with six, six and seven beds. It's so many that's needed. Um, right now we're working on a project with over 40 rooms um, to try to get some development and some um, support some sponsorship. So I'm trying to touch bases with some sororities and fraternities and things of that nature, you know, nationwide to try to do a, you know, a challenge to try to get a facility here because um, we need affordable housing here. Uh, Women need to be more self-sufficient to take care of their families. Um, And it's just been a challenge, but I know the funds are available. So we're building this facility um, for a donation area, built-in daycare, you know, cafeteria. So everybody will be on one accord, moving in the same motion, same, you know, mobility. So everybody can get the things and the tools that they need. Because it's one thing they can get food, they can get these different resources, but if they don't have a place to lay their head, then that's just another baggage of bags of things that they're carting that that they can't they can't achieve know? until the yeah exactly if if only woulda shoulda coulda if only I could uh, we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back. Um, I want to hear about any events that are going on uh, there in Detroit that people might be able to pray for you about or attend um, because this is going to be on podcast as well. So you can share that out. And uh, and uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's come back and uh, hear a little bit more. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. 
Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're here with Shakrice Miles of Transition 123. Shakrice, what kind of events do you have going on that you want the listening audience to know about? Um, right now, we were um, sub-grantees with the OBW grant. We're working with Sisters Against Abuse Society in Detroit, and they're in Greater Grace um, Temple in Detroit. So as me being a sub-grantee, I go in and perform these phase programs, workshops for the domestic women of domestic violence. So we're honored to, you know, be a sub-grantee with that grant. And we're, um, the women will be attending a boot camp this month um, at Greater Grace. So we didn't do any, um, we usually do monthly workshops. So our monthly workshops will be wrapped around the boot camp for women to come and attend um, um, services um, that uh, October the 26th um, and 27th. So we will be doing that for the month of October, and we'll be doing street ministries um, going out, um, just bringing awareness in Detroit, um, some days in Detroit, just letting people know that we're here. We're fighting against um, domestic violence in our communities, and Speak Not Beat, that's hashtag Speak Not Beat for Transition 123. So we're always on a campaign to stop the violence in our city, so we will be um, doing street ministry for Speak Not Beat for our, you know, program. Awesome. And and for those of you who want to learn more about um, Transition 123, again, go to her website. It's transition123inc.org. And uh, there's uh, information about how you can uh, support her Faye Burton uh, Transitional Facility. Yes. And please do um, support what they're trying to do to bring more housing, more more services to Detroit to serve uh, women uh, that are and and men, right, and children that are escaping domestic violence. Um, there's other events going on in the community that we'd love to have you join us on the 19th and the eight, uh, 19th and the 20th of October, I will be one of the keynote speakers for Serendipity Women's Conference, um, the State Baptist Convention Women's Conference. It's their State Baptist Convention. It's at the Hilton Garden Inn um, in Fairfield, and the details are on the website 
uh, on loveneverfailsus.com if you want to join us. And then we also are going to be doing a street outreach on the 20th of October, 7 p.m. to midnight. Um, so uh, if you want to be involved in that, go ahead and register on the website. Again, loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. And of, of course, we are a listener-supported organization and radio show. And so we would uh, just uh, hope that you would partner with us and become a men- member today. Uh, you can uh, enter in at our Lighthouse membership, which is $12 a month, all the way up to our um, our membership level that allows you to contribute to our IT academies. And so please do support us that way. Also, uh, if you are someone who wants to hold a 12-step recovery group for survivors of domestic violence, human trafficking, or abuse, uh, I've published a book called Fight for Love, which will provide a guideline and a video accompaniment to take you through that process. And you can take a look at that book at Love Never failsus.com forward slash shop. Uh, thank you so much, Shakris, for being with us today. We bless you. We bless your ministry, uh, your houses, uh, your staff, everything that you're doing. I pray that it will just uh, multiply and be blessed by the Lord. Um, so thank you again. I thank you for it all. Thanks. Okay. And so, of course, we also want to end our show uh, letting anyone who's listening who hasn't heard it before here, letting you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.